Hello, welcome to Campus Under the Sun, I am Tituan, and I will be taking you along for this podcast. This is my summer project, and the goal of my internship here at CKUT. The idea for such a podcast came to me as I was thinking real hard about crafting a project for my prospective internship. Well, first, when I decided I wanted to do an internship at the radio, I thought, I ought to present a project. And as I was torturing my brain to come up with something at least mildly interesting, possibly related to McGill or Montreal, I ended up with the following query. What is it like to be on campus during the summer? How is the vibe there then? And how different is it from the fall and winter semester? I think it is at least mildly interesting because personally, I don't know much about being on campus over the summer. And that's true for many other students too, and people in general. Spending the summer, or at least part of it on campus, is something many students do not experience. But it is a reality for many others. I never quite envisioned the summer term for myself. I take five classes every term, so I can be free of classes, get a full-time job, and visit my family during the summer. But for many students, many of my friends included, the summer term is a way to stay on track for graduating on time while taking maybe four classes during the other terms and have a job on the side. One preconception I had of the summer term was that I wouldn't find any courses that would fit my program's requirements and my own interests. But that's also specific to my case because I'm double majoring and because I did a French back, therefore, I'm doing my bachelor in three years, so I don't have a ton of electives to explore different subjects, but it appears that students bet on electives and very basic introductory courses that are likely to be offered for the summer term rather than very specific courses. All that to say that I have heard of the summer term, but I never fully looked into it However, last year, when I was talking to a friend who was taking a class while I was living a very different life of working from 7am to 2pm, I thought that the summer term seemed really interesting as something that I saw from afar and couldn't really understand the concept of. The idea of taking a month-long intensive course sounds like a lot to me, and it sounds very different from what I've experienced. So, even though I did not, and do not have to, nor plan to, partake in the summer term, I'm still interested in learning about it, and mixing this new interest of mine with my other interest, podcasting. I love a podcast that tells a story, with element of journalistic investigation, on a funny host. Of course. So, I just thought, why not? try to mix all that, you know, just for funsies. Now that you know more about my motivation, it may be time I tell you more about myself. My name is Titouan, I come from Brittany, France. 
I just finished my second year at McGill. I have one more year till I finish my bachelor's in literature and political science. And I like podcasting. Yeah, I guess that's the basics about me. Now that you know more about my motivations and myself, we can move on to the project that is this podcast. The first thing I wanted to do about the idea of the summer term was to treat it as an obscure subject, thus deserving investigating. I guess that's my fancy way of saying I want to pretend I'm doing a true crime podcast when really I'm just going to type summer term McGill on Google. I wanted to know what I could find on the internet about it, what McGill University has to say about its summer term and how it presents it to the public. So here's what I found with my simple internet search. First, on its summer studies website page, McGill University says that it offers over 300 condensed courses during three sessions. 300s may or may not sound like a lot. I mean, McGill is quite a big university. And then if they count special courses like the ones abroad and or research project courses, I guess that could raise the number to about 300. I mean, I'm a literature student. I have little sense of scale. I don't really do math. But considering that the summer classes are smaller groups, 300 is probably fair. In a similar vein of vague number, I did not find online how many students are taking summer courses. I guess that in my ambition of doing a very thorough journalistic investigation, I will have to email the summer studies department and ask for a statement on specific numbers. And I will report my finding later. Back to the website page, McGill presents the goal of the summer term as, and I quote, to expand your knowledge base, lighten your course load, or make up a few credits. That sounds very nice, but since this is basically my podcast and a big part of the concept is me talking and giving my opinion, I'm gonna give it to you. So by saying lighten your course load, is McGill also saying that the regular course load of five classes per semester is too much? I mean, that will not be a surprise for anyone. From my personal experience, many friends take a summer class that so they can take four during the rest of the year, or rather like every other semesters, and work simultaneously to finance their study. And my personal take is that five courses can be pretty intense during specific period like midterms and final season. So it's not only a problem of course load really, but also it's about the cost of education, including rent, food, and other living expenses. Anyway, as fascinating and important as this topic is, I do not have the time, and this is not the scope of this podcast. So, moving on, the summer term is also the time of special courses and programs. Indeed, if you are a student in McGill, you probably got a few emails for an opportunity to take a course in Greece, Europe, South America, or other places around the globe. And that's pretty neat, especially if you did not already cross half the world to study at McGill. 
That's a way to gain academic credits while learning something different or doing research and visiting a new place. And there's even scholarship for that. So you know what? I think that's I think that's pretty cool. But taking a course during the summer term is not all glamorous. It's also a seventh calculation of taking the suitable class at the right time to get the necessary credits you need to graduate. And all that can be proven difficult with how the summer term is structured. Indeed, for the summer term, McGill offers month-long courses with lectures every day. Which means that one course is already considered a heavy course load and two courses a very heavy one. And now I hope you were following because it's gonna get a bit technical. So there is a 12 credit limit during the summer, whereas it is 15 for fall and winter. And that's probably the most significant difference with the rest of the year. What I've been calling the summer term is actually three one month long terms, each happening in May, June and July. And during each of these sessions, you can take two courses maximum for a total of 12 credits. So that's four courses max, since one course is usually three credits. Some courses can expand over two months, but most of them are taking place over just one. In terms of cost, since you really pay for the academic credits that you are taking, the summer courses are the same price as any other, Yet, since they are intensive courses, it is a different organization to get a job on the side. Thus, the summer term is not a full term at all, and works very differently from the rest of the year. I plan on returning to why it is so, and tackling whether it works fine that way, or if another system would be more beneficial to students in another episode. But for now, as I just said, the summer term is not a full term because of the one month long courses and the smaller credit limits. But it's also not a full term because of the classes offered. Indeed, if I refer to the best resource out there, that is to say, Reddit, it appears that it is challenging to find a suitable class to fulfill specific requirements during the summer. Indeed, because they never quite know what will be offered, many students turn to electives rather than specific courses for their programs. And that's because of university policies about teaching and research time for professors, which I will also be tackling in another episode. Now, to confront this theory, I wanted to see for myself what classes I could have taken this summer that would have counted towards my English literature requirements. The English department might not be the most representative of what is offered during the summer, but since it's not too big, I can talk about it in this podcast without spending an hour on it. And indeed, I will not spend an hour talking about English courses because they offer only five courses, one being an individual reading course and another one being a research seminar, which are both supervised, but the students taking these classes are probably independent. That leaves us with three courses to focus on. The first one is an intro to Shakespeare. You know what? Why not? It's good to have an intro class, but it's an elective, so it doesn't count towards the English program requirements. 
Second, we have English three thirty five, the twentieth century novel part one. Here focusing on British women and comic fiction. Not gonna lie, that sounds pretty cool. Plus, it fulfilled the requirements for the area of modern contemporary twentieth century literature. But this area only requires three credits. So if you've taken these before, you will have to take this one as an elective. On for the third one, we have some representation for the cultural stream of the English department with English 391, special topic here dealing with Walt Disney. This course can count for the requirements of the nine additional credits of the cultural stream so that's pretty nice. I don't have much to say because that's not literature, but you know what? For the other students, it's pretty cool. Like I can't make everything about me. So what do I think of the selection of courses for the English department? I think three classes is not enough, but it's also fair for the department size. Moreover, from what I've read on Reddit, McGill students know that they should primarily focus on their electives during the summer because of the uncertainty of what courses will be offered during this time of the year. Yet, I think it would be good to have classes more focused on fulfilling programs requirements as it is more or less one of the goal of taking a summer course to graduate on time and thus fulfill programs requirements. However, I can appreciate that the proposed courses seem pretty exciting and that during the summer term students might want to learn and work on something a bit different and maybe more fun than just taking the classes they have to take. Alright, I think it is about time to conclude. I will say the summer term is what it is. It is not a full term but it helps students gain a few credits and not take a whole extra semester, which could end up being much more expensive because of associated costs of living. It is especially helpful for students that work um, the rest of the year, as they can take less than five courses and still graduate in a reasonable amount of time. But then I have to ask, wouldn't a full term during the summer be better to tackle these points? I will talk about that in another episode, but before that, I will collect opinions and ask questions to some students about their experience of the summer, so stay tuned until the next episode. Till next time, enjoy the sun.